your favorite word. Wow, that's a that's a quick one, boy. Um, right now at this point, magic. What's your least favorite one? Hate. What turns you on? What turns you on? Negatives. What's your favorite story? Fuck. What sound do you love? Laughing sounds. When someone does the nails, goes to like a sister. Yeah. Um, uh, what was that? Was that nail? Anyway, uh, what profession are you in? What you currently do? Would you like to attend? Pilot. Pilot. Because I hate heights. Okay. <laughs> Just to get rid of the pain. Yeah. Uh, what profession would you not like to attend? Under any circumstances. A doctor. I think my, my dad was a doctor. Okay. But, um, stressful. Yeah. Stressful. Yeah. And uh, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say? Okay, uh, with that being said, what's your name? Anthony Vander. Anthony Vander. And uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in an um, area called Greenfoot. So that's right now. I went to school in that healing area. So I still live in the healing area, but I went to school. It's called Active, which is an healing as well. So it's not far from me. Do you remember what sort of subjects you took to the healing Yeah, it would have to be drama, English, photography, nature, all the creatives and things. So it's like that's as early as primary school. And uh, I mean, did you did you have both parents in your life? Yeah, I had my mum and dad in my life. Um, yeah, mum was weird because mum was a nurse, my dad was a doctor. Okay. So uh, they were very kind of busy with that, doing like night shifts and stuff. But, um, yeah. yeah, I have a parent who works in the night shift, I know that. Especially the single parent. Encouraging of like your creative outlets To be honest, I feel at that at that kind of young age, it wasn't. Even though I had a love for it, it was kind of focused on studies. I think they encouraged anything I did. At that stage, it was just Did you take your studies seriously at that age? I mean, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Who did? Hell no. So if we're coming up to um to secondary school then, mm. what was that like for you in terms of subjects you took to then and um building up to I think secondary school was when I found kind of a passion for like creativity. Right. Um subjects just subjects like those kind of the ones like maths and science just wasn't feeling them to be mm, honest. I mm, couldn't. Mm. Whereas drama kind of helped me with my confidence. 
kind of doing drama classes. It's a full stimulation as opposed to like forced concentration. Um, yeah, you know I mean. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I found that was the same struggle for me. Like, uh, you know, I'd be yawning my way through a math class, but you mm. know, like a drama class, a drama lesson would just fly. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, that's it, that's it. Um, so, uh, I mean, did you do well in school? Was that something you were successful in? Or? Um, yeah, I did pretty well. Um, again, with those kind of subjects, the creative subjects like English, drama, photography. So, in A levels, I did well with that. Okay. The things like maths is kind of nah. When did you do your A levels? Oh, we're talking a long time ago. We are talking a, about Let's take a stroll. 15, 15, maybe 20, no, nah, not 20 years ago, maybe 15, 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. A while back. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, so you're not quite sure you, where you um. I think it was actually, it was, it was nearly 20, I think it was 2000, and, I think it was like 2000. Okay. If I can remember correctly. It was about 2000. Did you go to uni then? Or? Yeah, I did. I went to... Um, it's weird, yes. Yeah, so I went straight to uni out of uh, sixth form to okay. a place called Goldsmiths. Okay. And I did, like, media studies there. Okay. Yeah, so that, that, was, that was cool, but it was nothing... I wouldn't say it was nothing special, but it was kind of... It's there that I actually kind of found my love for what I actually wanted to do. Right, right. So you were able to hone in, like, skills? Yeah. Do you know what? They've got like the best library for if you're like a filmmaker or actor or you want to work in film they have like the best library yeah so i just found myself just missing lessons and just stay, like, staying just in, the being in the library yeah 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 so, but just finding films to watch just finding films films that i just wouldn't usually watch so like okay. you know back then it was kind of everything was about kind of the temp temple hollywood film okay but i was going there watching kind of French you, say, movies. you say temple hollywood film. uh temple Kind of like um, just like your standard studio film, kind of. Okay. Yeah, but I found myself watching kind of European films, Spanish films, French films, you know, films from Africa. Just yeah, just became a student of like international cinema. Literally, yeah. Did you have any favorites? Um, I think at that time, I would say. Lahane was a big one. Lahane, yeah, okay. you know about Lahane, yeah. Well, um, I have a friend who is uh, he's very passionate about Lahane. He wanted me to watch it. I haven't got around to watching it, and I'm still being judged for it. Speaking of, <laughs> this friend is calling me. Bear with. Oh, you record? Yeah, sweet. Uh, right. Speaking of Lahane, so yeah, yeah, I'd say watch that film if you got if you got time, like this week try and watch it it's it's a masterpiece i've seen a bit of it i, I think it has a, a I'm, not, I'm not sure if i'm wrong it has like a non-linear approach or something like uh the story isn't isn't like beginning middle and end it kind of it's, it's between. more it's more the timing of it right so it's set kind of i know with, it's black and white it's black and white yeah. it's set with regard to the time okay so obviously as the story goes along time goes far further and it yeah. shows kind of like the clock and the time and it just kind of builds and builds. Okay. I think the best thing about it is it's, it's authentic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But also, a lot of the themes that, that, that the film deals with is going on today. I don't really want to say too much because I should really yeah, film in no, it. I but, appreciate um, that. Well, I'll check it out. Yeah, You're not we'll... the only person who's um who's yeah, encouraged. Yeah. I won't judge you yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have I have been judged for yeah, not watching that film. To be honest. <laughs> but I mean, the only real French movie I took in was um, 
I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, but Vivian LaRose or something. Like that. Okay, Do you yeah, know what I'm talking yeah, that's about? That's the one on Edith Piaf, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The one who sings the uh, the famous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how it goes, but it's, everyone yeah. knows the note. Like that film. Yeah, it was sick. It was yeah, sick. I'm a big good. fan of uh, Marion Cotillard. If, yeah. Um, yeah. Inception. Mm. Yeah, I'm a big fan of her. I have a huge crush actually. But, oh, um, serious. Yeah. <laughs> every. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So. Uh, films that inspired you did you have any directors that inspired you yeah i'd say kind of i mean i think the f- most filmmakers or well, everyone's different but i'd say spike lee was a huge one right right spike lee was a huge one right like malcolm x do the right thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, jungle fever um he got game his back catalog is just ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, scorsese yeah another usual do you have a favorite scorsese do you know what? I'd have to go. There's, it's a toss up between Goodfellas yeah. and Raging Bull. Raging Bull's my yeah. one. Raging Bull, nothing. <laughs> he jumped. So it's about Raging Bull. You yeah. know this scene when he's um, where he where he has the meltdown in prison, mm-hmm. and you just hit the sound of him punching the wall. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah. I mean that. Like I've not seen anything mm-hmm. like that. Before. I think he took that role. He took that role to the extreme. So the extreme, he put on the weight, he the took wall. off the weight. I mean, yeah, that was um, a similar thing. Um, remember, there's a librarian I, I, I had called Joe. Mm. Um, I think it's Joe. Um, I don't. I doubt she'd be listening, but anyway, um, she just would encourage me to be um, curious about movies and yeah, stuff. That's and a that's a big one. That was a film she uh, she encouraged me to watch. But yeah, that films. Yeah, that was a that was a big moment in my mm. life, to be honest. Um, so yeah, Raging Bull. Uh, any other directors uh, apart from Scorsese oh, and um, yeah, there's a few. Like, I mean, I could go on. Like, there's uh, Ken Loach. Ken Loach. So he does his films again are very very authentic. Mm. Um, Mike Lee, yeah, authentic filmmaker. A lot of it's improvised with him. Okay. Um, who else? Uh, Ava DuVernay. Okay. She is one yeah. who's. Do you see when they see us? I, I, that was a very emotional watch. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a hard watch, watch, isn't it? It's a hard watch, but it's it's one of those where it's like I can't afford to go to jail. <laughs> like, <laughs> under no circumstances, <laughs> I'm not going to jail because that was some. It's, yeah, it's weird because it kind of feels like it's a story that I didn't know about, and yeah. I know many others didn't know about, yeah. like Central Park Five, and it just seems like it's all coming to light now. Yeah. Um, which is kind of power to her as a filmmaker. That's 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 the power of what it's, film can do. But it's scary how yeah. these stories can just. I mean, if no one if no one chose to make a, a whole project about then, it, I wouldn't know. That, mm, and that's terrifying. And I think this is most probably one of thousands of cases. Yeah, thousands. Of and cases. that's the scariest thing. It's scary, know? man. Uh, but on a, on a more positive note, because that is. Um, that is a slide right into into the depressive reality of, mm-hmm. of, of what goes on. Um, you are, I guess, a, a quadruple threat. Mm-hmm. Um, you act, mm-hmm. uh, write, mm-hmm. produce, yeah. and direct. Yeah. Um, could you talk to me about your um, your introduction? What came first out of the four? I think acting came first because right. I went I went to a drama school. So after uni, I was in I was in education for. I didn't leave education till about, man, like, I was in education till for about a good, after college, a good six years. Okay. So after university, I went to a drama school called, um, well, I did a foundation at a place called East 15 Acting School. Okay. Then after that foundation, I went to a drama school called Drama Centre London. Okay. Uh, Did, like, three years acting there. 
there you would like reading all the classics Shakespeare you're doing modern plays you know American plays farce comedy mm. so yeah it was it was acting was the kind of first thing and then through that you're kind of encouraged to write what were your first steps as an actor before we hit to the writing my first steps um, in terms of kind of in terms of being on screen on screen taking so, direction boy after drama school it was straight into theatre Ah, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't on screen. It, it was wasn't a, on screen. Okay, like, cool. uh, for me, screen is even though that was the passion, it's kind of like with a lot of actors, and you see it like guys like I don't know John Boyega, Letitia Wright, kind of even an oldie like Denzel. Yeah, oldie like Denzel. They all started in the theater. Mm. It was so that's where you kind of make. That's where you get your kind of training. Mm. You know, if you're like an athlete, you have to train. You can't just go in. So yeah. the training it. The training and the profession is the theatre. So, and yeah, it's just immediate. If you see a play, you can. it's a different type of magic to, mm. to film, but it's a magic. Uh, can you can we talk about your sort of any theatre productions you've been a part of? Um, so yeah, there was one. My first one out was a play called Helen, right. which was at the Globe Theatre. Um, as soon as I got a role, I was so gassed. I, was, I wrote to everyone. Like, I didn't know how the industry worked at that stage. I was just, like, bombarding industry people with emails, no strategy, just just out of excitement, yeah. which I'd, I wouldn't change that for anything, but it's not really the right way to do it. You have to be kind of strategic. Um, that sounds but, like quite a gruelling. It was gruelling, man, yeah. and a lot of money, a lot of money on headshots. Like, right. any actor will tell you it costs a lot to get your headshots done. Mm. But, um, so with that, I was just, like, and in this this um play i didn't even have a i didn't even have a speaking part it was something which is called like a supernumerary what does that mean so in terms of like film in film terms it's like an extra okay um so you come on you do your bit and then you go off but it was just mad i was just so kind of that i didn't care about that like i didn't care about had no lines i literally had to walk on with a bowl of fire (laughs) In front of the globe, I don't know, thousands of people come and watch a show, like over, over a thousand, hold this bowl of fire and then be a soldier in the next scene. It was like... You held a bowl of fire. A bowl of fire. How does that work? So, <laughs> man, that's a good question. So, that, I don't know how they did it, but they had money in it. So, right, they, right. it was like a massive... You were time. safe, basically. I was you safe. At risk I, was safe. Like I wasn't I wasn't a guinea pig, but okay, I was safe, cool, but cool, it was... Cool. Yeah, it was it was good memories. It was really good memories. Did you did the writing come before any screen work? Um, yes. So I was I was writing for theatre initially, um, and that was a, to be honest. If I'm real with you, it's, that was a lot, a lot of out of kind of frustration and boredom at drama school. Okay. Um, more frustration than boredom because you know, it was kind of like I felt like there were certain roles going to certain people and I felt like I wasn't always being challenged even though it was a challenge in drama school I felt like I could be doing more with myself mm. uh, more like ambitious roles yeah I think so I think so and the thing is there's a quote that I've always kind of kept with me it's like and the quote goes is there are no sm- there are no small parts mm. um, only small actors something along them lines and that's always stuck with me so it doesn't matter how much dialogue you have if you come on stage or come on the screen and you can 
you see you see there's a, a, a narrative or something going through the actors' heads when you're watching that play or watching that film, then the actors doing their job. Right. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I started writing when I was for theatre initially, and then through theatre, I started writing short films. Right. So when you uh, before you, I mean. Like put the writing on pause. I'm I'm quite curious in terms of like a uh, what acting on stage, how mm. that compares to acting on camera. Uh, I I'd assume that acting on stage is quite is a bit more demanding um, of you because it is a, a more theatrical approach, obviously. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the screen, you are taking a lot of directions. You're like yeah. repeat this, repeat this. You know this shot here. Say it to this camera here. Mm-hmm. What what came like more natural to you? I think theatre, just because a lot of predominantly in this country, a lot of acting schools or drama schools, they'll train you for the theatre. Right. They won't necessarily, I'm not sure, I think it might be changing now, but. In your experience, basically. In my experience, in my like kind of time, it was all stage. Like you do like maybe a little bit of screen acting training in your last year, but barely any. So in terms of like doing the self tapes, doing all that, it's comp- it's just to, you have to train yourself kind of. Right. But um, with stage acting, you, it's a whole, it's a different experience because you have to make sure your voice can project to certain spaces. Like if you're performing to like three thousand people, you've got to make sure every three thousand people that paid their ticket or if they've come to see you for free are taking you in. They're taking you in. Right. You've got they everyone's got to have the the same kind of. You know, they've got to hear what the actor's saying. And it's weird because I... Enunciate. Pronou- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing as well with theatre. It's a very kind of... I try to ignore all the kind of social structures with it. Because right. there is some... There is a lot of... What, what's... Sorry. I think there is... I think it's changing now. But there's kind of... Um, I mean, when, you, when, when I talk to a lot of people about theatre like non-drama school friends or even drama, some drama school friends or some actor friends it's, some people still think it's quite elitist and I guess it is to an extent but I think, in the theatre yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, but it's weird what a, lot, what a lot of people don't understand was that when Shakespeare was doing his plays like when the globe was old school it was it was mad like mm. people were getting drunk it was mm. like brothels when mm. the plays were going on like, a wonderful time a wonderful time <laughs> <laughs> God bless Shakespeare yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, so, you were before I interrupted, you were mm. talking about the writing. Yeah, so just writing in theatre, writing for theatre, and then I was. It was a one play that I put on. I put on a play at the. Um, cool. It was called Studio Sixty Six. Okay. And it was like a play which was kind of meshed, kind of drama, but also dance. So, I may have seen that actually. Mm. Um, there was like a a Missy Elliott bit, no. Oh. In like blue, um, like a it, it looked like it was made out of um, uh, like a like a plastic bag or something like blue plastic bags, and it was like quite a bit of improv. Am I mistaken? Oh, you might be. When did you see this? Uh, oh, this is sometime last year. I think, oh no no, no no no! This was okay. early on. This was right. This was over a decade. Ignore ago. me. Continue. <laughs> but that sounds good though. It that was right. It was right. It was a. It was like a a bunch of monologues um, mixed in with some um, some vocalists, um, just uh, like getting different points and perspectives out. Uh, 
yeah, I, it would be wrong of me to try quote anything specific because, yeah. it, like I said, it was a year ago. I don't, I don't have everything unpacked in terms of memorized. But uh, yeah, anyway, like I, you I said, think theatre just kind of slightly going off topic. Theatre is I saw I don't go a lot, like I go more to the cinema. But I watched the play Death of a Salesman, right. which is um, it's transferred to the West End now. But it was at a theatre called the Young Vic, right. and there was an actor. The lead actor was in The Wire. I don't know if you ever watched The Wire. Of course. Uh, he played Bunk, Wendell Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was... And it, it just blew me away because it was... The way they did this kind of old-school Arthur Miller play yeah. and meshed it with, like, singing and... Was, of, what was he saying? When he, he had this thing that he'd always say. Oh, no, that's um, that's not Wendell Pierce. Are we talking about the guy that's like, she... She... That's... Um, I can't remember what that guy's name is. But he's what's his name? I can't even remember his Sean's name. Bunk. Yeah, Bunk, Bunk is uh, Wendell Pierce. He's um, like the cop, Dominic West's. Yeah, he says it. I'm telling you. No, he it's, says uh, it. it's Clay Davis. Clay Davis. Clay Davis. No, yeah, continue. I'm, sorry, I'm just being. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I saw this play and it just kind of blew me away. But um, yeah, I was writing for theatre at the beginning, um, and this play, Studio Sixty Six, that I did, it kind of. He said she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the actor. Yeah, oh, wait, wait. He definitely said that. No, 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 no. It's, yes, not, him. it's not him. It's not yeah, him. It's not him. I'm not going to argue. Put Clay Davis. Put Clay, Clay, Clay oh, Davis. Oh, you're not talking about this guy then? No, no. Because that is that was his saying, man. Uh, <laughs> Clay Davis. Which was Clay Davis? Clay Davis, The Wire. Um, it's not. It's not the same actor. Oh no! This is the no. I don't like him. We don't like him. <laughs> you don't no, 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 no. We don't like him. He's he's the one who was in government, isn't it? He's a dodgy, yeah, yeah, a dodgy yeah, yeah. He's the official. guy. He's the guy that does shit. That's okay. Him. He does he? That's him. That's oh, him. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I think maybe they both do it, but I think he's the main guy. Doesn't matter. Gonna, <laughs> You're just uh, like, we can what? argue about the wire, off, like post recording or whatever. But sorry, you know yeah, you're saying. Yeah. So I was writing for stage, right and um, I remember putting this play on. And we got a lot of casting directors to come see. I wasn't in it. I was just directing and writing. But I just remember just feeling like so angry that we didn't film it. Mm. Because if you put a play on, unless you can put it on it again to get investment, you want to film it. That's the next best thing. Right. So people have kind of, they can put an eye to what your vision. Right. So that was one of the main kind of things that led me on a different path okay. to film and stuff. So. Okay, cool. Um, so that's the introduction to writing. Is there anything um, that you've written of note um, that you want to talk about, uh, whether on on whether in theatre or, or on screen? I wrote a play. It was like a two-hander that I'm thinking actually about. Kind what does of, a two-hander mean? To refer two-handers. For and it's, uh, well. So just say it was me and you in a play. Okay. No one else. Right. That's kind of like a two-hander. Yeah. I th- I'm not too sure, but I think other people might be able to be in it. But it's, if it's mainly just me and you, or you and someone else, just two people, it's just a two-hander. Okay, cool. So that yeah, that was that was a play called Inhibitions, and that was about kind of knife crime in London. Because mm. what yeah, inspired that? Just it was. I mean, it's knife crime's always been evident in London, right. but this was. I think this might have been two thousand and five where it was just, you know, there's peaks and troughs, do you know what mm. I mean? So, yeah, I just I just thought, do you know what, I want to write about someone who's conflicted by it, who doesn't experience it, but who's conflicted by right. it. Right, uh, yeah, lots of, lots of people like that. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, in anyone, but, mm, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, man. Uh, did, was that performed anywhere? I mean, where was that? Yeah, that was performed in uh, a pub called The Old Red Lion, which is a theatre pub. 
Is that not in Shoreditch? That's in Angel. That's in Angel. Okay. Yeah, so that's, um, if you come out of Angel Station, it's like a minute away. Taking a right? So, yeah, take a right. So near the comedy... Yeah, if you if you're walking up towards like where the shops are in Shoreditch, yeah, 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 yeah. and then okay. it was on at the Roundhouse, like this their studio theater. Right. So yeah, man. Cool. Um, a- anything else in terms of the writing? I think that was in terms of like kind of stage that those two. It was only really those two, to be honest. Yeah, like, no, fair, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Um, okay, so we spoke about your your starting acting, mm. writing. Um, how, can we start talking about like you, you in terms of uh, directing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and things. So with with directing, so this play Studio Sixty Six, I wrote, directed, but after that, I wrote a play, a film, a short film. And this was like my first short film. I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna do this myself. Uh, Sorry. Do your thing, man. Do your thing. Hello. You okay? You okay? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? So uh, there's a my cousin has a habit of uh, giving me a shout when I'm <laughs> up to no good. Right. Uh, isn't the first time? Won't be the last time. Um, but no, you know, all man, do your thing, do your thing. Um, so yeah, it was a short film called Hooligan. Okay. And that was there's a filmmaker who's another great filmmaker. He passed away perhaps um sadly. His name's Alan Clark. Um and his films are again very kind of raw, off the cuff, heavily improvised, um just really, really real. Um so yeah, that film was kind of That's someone you've quit. inspired by him. Okay. But yeah, we made that on like a shoestring. We made that on for like three hundred quids. Have so you worked with him before? Um, or after that? Um, so this, uh, so Alan Clark, the he was like the inspiration, but um, I didn't actually work with him. Ah, yeah, sorry, he was like he was, he was influenced by him. Okay, cool. But um, yeah, that was kind of my first taste of directing uh, on uh, directing screen, kind of. Uh, anything else you want to talk about that you've directed? Yeah, I could talk about Sweet Boy. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, so I made a film called Sweet Boy. I may have seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we made that in two. Fa- do you know? Initially, it was made. It was planned for a short film, but we. I was just like, I'd made this short film hooligan. I was like, do you know what? I'm ready for the big leagues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> gosh, ready? I was not. <laughs> <laughs> but we made this film. Yeah. Uh, films usually cost like a million pounds or two hundred and fifty k, or maybe fifty k. Fifty k is like a no stupid budget. money. Yeah, fifty k is a no budget. Right. This film was made on an under 10k. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Cheers, man. But I like I literally had no idea what I was doing. So uh, on, I remember it was just a. It, we ended up making the film, but it was so much madness. Like, yeah. just yeah, like I thought that I could kind of do everything, to my kind of ignorance, like sorting out the catering. And we're, we're talking like 20 plus people on set. Yeah. 
So I, was just, I just ordered them pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best I could do. But like. you know them ones where you're just like, you're trying to take on everything because you, you want it to just be the best you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the wrong way to kind of go about it. You need to kind of work, have your work ethic, like you're going to take on everything, but you need to distribute right. and share, share the vision. Um, but yeah, we made this film. We ended up making it in the end, but it was just so much. It was just so mad. Like, it's a cr- like, uh, yeah. I mean, just to change subject slightly um mm. for, i mean for anyone who is um attempting to sort of uh, uh do a, a first like film for instance mm. by themselves yeah. with you know no budget yeah um what are good ways to sort of drum up support and what can they expect in that process that's a good question i think there's i always like trying round things up to three there's definitely more but if i'd say the three things so first, I'd most probably say if it's a no budget, try and get on crowdfunding. Right. Because crowdfunding, you're doing two things and more. You're you're bringing an audience in, but you're also raising money as well. So your friends and family, like your close friends and your family will give you money because they're the ones that want to see you win. Mm. And then you'll get other people that are interested in what you do. So they'll put money in. And then at the same time, you're you're attracting an audience who might not even know who you are. So I'd say to filmmakers, do crowdfunding. I think the second thing is collaborate. You have to collaborate. Be prepared to like, I don't know. I think like any fields, like constructive criticism for, from people you trust. Um, share the vision, uh, but be clear on what you do. Mm. Like, don't, you can't, <laughs> you know, like women, right? Or okay. like guy with the whole kind of guy and girl thing, yeah, yeah, with a relationship. If you're like driving on a roundabout or in zigzags, yeah, ain't no woman gonna want to be with a guy like that, or ain't no guy gonna want to be with a woman like that, or you know, no He's one's not gonna want to be on the world. Yeah, know where you're going in it. Have that, and if you are like, you know, if you are like uh, swerve on a different lane or something, you know, just be ready for that as well. Yeah, but just try and be clear about the vision. So everyone needs to know their role, basically, and ex- exactly, like, what to expect in that role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're always going to... There's always going to be times where you're kind of... Something goes wrong. Mm. There's... I could tell there's this story that when we were making a film, one of the actors... I've told this story a million times. Like One of the actors... I couldn't afford a driver, so we had to shoot a scene in Devon. And one of the actors agreed to drive to Devon, North Devon, which is a four hour trip. Uh but it's beautiful there. Like there's the kind of seaside and we wanted to capture a specific shot. Mm. So anyway, he drove and we got two hours at a service station. Everything was going well. I bought everyone coffees. It was all going well after a stressful couple of days. Yeah. This was the first week. And then he comes out rushing he comes out rushing out of the um service station. It comes out and his hands are all wet and he's like he says, this Joseph, God bless him. He's like, the keys, the keys. I said, what's going on? He said, the keys, the keys, I've dropped them. I said, where have you dropped them? He said, I dropped them down a toilet and flushed the toilet. And These I, are car keys? These are, the, these are a rented van keys. So I had to, Even better. So I, had to, I rented the van from Heathrow. Yeah. Uh, so he went with me. We went to Heathrow. Then we had to drive back to my place, put all the food in the van, did it, then pick up all the actors. And then, yeah, he dropped the keys. So I've never been so shocked in my life. <laughs> never, never. How do you ever. resolve that one? Boy, 
that's the thing when you're a producer yeah <laughs> gosh you're gonna be prepared to lose some money yeah yeah so yeah. i mean altogether i think must have lost about a grand on that day because you've got to have like the driver come from Heathrow his journey is like 500 pounds give you a new set of keys that's another 500 pounds plus VAT and tax did you still pay that man <sighs> I did I did but it was as in the man who lost the keys hmm? as in the guy who lost the keys who flushed him oh did he did, did he did you pay him as well what, pay him what? <laughs> oh, I thought, I mean, it was he not a driver? Oh, yeah, he got paid as an actor. Like, okay. Um, like, no, he didn't, continued it didn't come to drive. out of just being nosy. It didn't come out of his budget or whatever. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Cool. Well, no, no. Well, with, th- with that film, um, like, it was like a no budget film. So yeah. they were working for free, to be honest. Right, right. Um, like, they were getting catering and stuff. But, I mean, at that point, I wanted to quit the film. <laughs> I literally just wanted to. And it started raining. It was like a yeah. film. It started raining and. You know, there was a little bit of arguments and I was just like, you know what? I give, I wanted to give up. Not just on actually that film. I wanted to give up in general. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, we, he drove in the end to North Devon. We filmed a scene and yeah, the film got made. But What was the name of this film? The Sweet Boy. The Sweet, Sweet Boy. Oh, right. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Can we talk about Spa? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I watched Spa today as a short um, yeah. that you have on Vimeo. Yeah. It's... um. So I sent you a private link. It's we're currently doing festival rounds. Right. Um, so it's not available to the public here. Ah, is it not something that you were hoping to talk about? No, no, no let's talk oh, about okay, it. Okay, definitely, cool. definitely. Sure, don't want to edit this out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, can we talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you uh, direct it? I directed, wrote and produced it. Wrote and produced a yeah. threat. Yeah. And um, uh, talk to me about the process. Uh, not actually the inspiration. We were talking about Rage and Bull earlier. Mm. Uh, it, without giving away what the film is about, um, can we just at least talk about the, what inspired the film? So yeah, I love like we're talking about Rage and Bull. I love like boxing films. Yeah. Um, so when I make a film, I always do like a vision board, um, and what I do is I get clips instead of doing like a storyboard I do like a vision board mm. so I get I take clips out of films that I love and I edit them put it together and try and create a kind of narrative through other films right uh just mainly for vision and like the way the look and the mood that I want to set and then I kind of like label certain scenes of how it's going to relate to my film but yeah I was just I was just a, Inspired by a lot of boxing films. Yeah. <laughs> like, any any ones worth mentioning? So, um, well, it's not a boxing film. Warrior is a good one. Warrior seen that like Tom film. Hardy. Yeah. yeah. Um, what That's else? Awesome. Creed. Seen Creed. Creed. You've seen the second one. Yeah. yeah How yeah. did you think it? I went to the premiere of the second one. Oh yeah. Um, did you meet? Did you meet? Uh... I didn't. I met Tessa Thompson. Oh okay. Yeah. That's a cool person to meet. Yeah. Boy, she... the amount. <laughs> oh gosh. Man, I put a photo up of her on Instagram, and yeah. I like, just had exes come out of the woodwork. Where wow. it's like they were like, "Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> do, like, do your Googles, bro?" Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Bro, she don't even know who I am." Do you know? Who did you uh, did you prefer the second one to the first one? No, I preferred the first. Yeah, one. same. I preferred same. the first one. The second one is more kind of in line with the Rocky films. Yeah. And I still, I kind of still like what they did with the second one, but the first one was just a banger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Girl fight, girl fight. Have you seen Girl fight? No, I've not seen Girl fight. That's Michelle Michelle Rodriguez from like Fast and Furious. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth a look. Um, But yeah, Spa. I mean, Creed, Raging Bull, Girl fight, Warrior. 
Yeah, films like that. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, how was the process of making the film, getting actors on board? Do you know what the shoot went fairly, fairly comfortable? You yeah. Know? But do you know what? I watched a lot of the behind the scenes, and I, I put them through it. Yeah. I put them through it because I do a little bit of boxing myself. You wanted to make sure those those fighting scenes. Yeah, really, they was really they hit. was just on point. I yeah. mean, a lot of the actors in that do boxing anyway, but I had to make sure that they weren't cheating. So, yeah, just, <laughs> what do you mean by cheating? <laughs> you know what I mean, like um, just don't. You can cut corners, right? Uh, boxing, you can cut corners. Like you what can just, be... you can just like if you're gonna if you're gonna train. If yeah. we do a montage scene, like don't do like a half ass press up. Like do a press up, right? Right. You know I mean? don't think you can get away with yeah, sort of... yeah. And if you're gonna do it, do it. Keep doing it. Don't, yeah. Don't just do it once. Give me some footage to actually work. Yeah. There's a clip, actually, it's on my Instagram. I'll send it to you, uh, of the training, the behind the scenes. I did put them through it. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Is there a... So, you produced that one. Is there um? What was the first film you produced, anyway? Was that Sweet Boy? So, it was... The first feature film was Sweet Boy. The first short film was Hooligan. And did that come before Sweet Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... Anything else you've produced uh, outside of um, the three we've mentioned already? Yeah, there's quite a few actually. Um, so there's a short film that's not out yet at the moment called Dead Story, um, which deals with all kind of social media and um, people's interpretation of a situation. Um, there's a show that we did called Housemates, okay. um, which is all about yeah housemates and kind of how they, you know, kind of also the African, the British, British, African and British Caribbean experience, uh, casting directors. Yeah, there's quite a few things. Yeah. yeah. You're an award winner, aren't you? Yeah, what, I think so. What, <laughs> you think so? I can't remember. All right, let me load up IMDb so we can, we can oh, get you to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. this award. Um, but yeah, I mean, how, how what's that like? Good, good. Um, what was the night like? That well, that was uh, the awards that I won. Was for a film called Scales, which was a, an, another film that I produced. Okay. Uh, it's not actually out yet, um, but it should be out in a new year. But uh, that was like LA Film Awards, so I wasn't actually at the awards. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's no, it's great. It's. Um, I think with all accolades and stuff, it, it's nice, but you just got to keep, you just got to be consistent, man. Stay focused. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. But I mean, it's good to have the acknowledgement of the work that you've already put. I mean, you said earlier, um, it's been a long time coming since Goldsmiths and yeah, yeah. and, and A levels and stuff. Mm. So you've put in, you've put in a, how many years has it been? Now? Well, it's been ten years. Ten years in yeah. the game. So you've put in a, a good, a good grind. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah things like that do they not speak to the future I mean uh, uh, things that you've like things that you yeah, want to achieve in the future other films that you want to work yeah. on I think I always look back to kind of people say don't look back and just kind of think about the future but I use the past whether it's good things bad things to always drive me forward yeah. do you know what I mean like I feel like it's important to to anyone to who they are to their character so yeah, yeah, man. Can we talk about your uh, business ventures? I read that you um, have a, pro- a production company. Yeah, so 
all these films were produced under a company called Distortion Entertainment. Right. Um, and yeah, it was just literally for me why I started my own production company was because I wanted to put my career in my own hands. I think when you do something like acting uh, or even filmmaking or producing, like I wouldn't say it's a cut for a business, but it can be. Mm. You know, especially acting, like you can you can be working one day then the next you're not working for a year so it's kind of my production company was an outlet for it's an it is an outlet for me but also other people right yeah so i think that's why i started it and then through that i want to kind of use that to kind of expand into different ventures we but, kind of yeah, yeah go for it so yeah, before you talk about the, the different ventures um you said it's an outlet for other people so we mm. speak are we talking about other directors other actors producers yeah other work? writers other yeah. filmmakers anyone worth mentioning um that's that's a harshly worded question yeah. anyone you want to to mention i think well joe harvey he wrote sweet boy i didn't actually i directed and produced sweet boy right but I've been working for with him for a couple of years. Um, he wrote their story, a short that's coming out. So we've often collaborated. I mean, there's so many actors that I can name that's kind of helped so far with it. Um, I'd say my brother, even though we actually he hasn't worked, he's a filmmaker, but we, he hasn't really worked on any mm. of. He worked a little bit on Sweet Boy, but he's an inspiration as well. Mm. So yeah. Okay, um, Joe. What Joe Harvey. What well, someone yeah. worth looking out for? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. definitely. Uh, so yeah, you're talking about other other ventures. Yeah, so with Distortion Entertainment, we did a thing called Distortion Actors, yeah. which was like casting director workshops. Yeah. Uh, and it's on pause for now, just because I can't juggle. Too you juggle much too much, much it's yeah. stressful. But yeah. I definitely, at some point, I'm not going to say when because I don't know when, mm. but I definitely want to go back to it. Uh, along with producing films as well. Yeah. So, anything else that you have in line for in the next few years? Uh, yeah, I've got. Well, the, I'm currently the film scales, which I won the awards for. That'll be coming out soon. Okay. Um, and that's like a four hander. So that's like four people in one room. Yeah. Just grinding and it's on. yeah, just a fe- that's a feature film. Yeah. Um, Spa. I mean, I spoke. We kind of spoke about that, but when that comes out, I hope everyone jumps on that I enjoyed it. it I enjoyed yeah. it it's um, probably a it's um, it's topical we can mm. say that um, it's topical uh, but I don't want to give too much away but yeah. with some fighters who who aren't sort of um, spoken about mm. it's um, hopefully we'll see more movies in that regard I mean mm. I, I, there are other movies we can mention but yeah. I, again we don't want to give the movie away yeah um, oh, it's screening at a cinema actually. It's screening at the Rich Mix in Shoreditch. Already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We've had no, we've had two screenings in London. Right. Um, but we're doing screenings and festivals. But I do want to release it maybe early next year. Right. Um, but and also there's a film, a new film, a new short film that I've written, which is all about kind of it's about youth, um, and also identity in particular, like black, the black experience. Um, which is something you can't really put in 10 minutes but we're covering certain certain parts of the black experience in relation to in in relation to Britain right um, America and Africa okay yeah okay cool cool. so that's what I'm working on we're currently just trying to source the funding but um, 
that's that's the latest project. Is there anything um I may be missing or anything else that you want to talk about at all? Um, I think do you know what? It's, I just think not really. I think the journey because the journey for me. Even though it's been 10 years, for me, I only feel like I'm beginning. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like this is like, I've kind of labelled this 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 at this actual point, like phase two. Right. So like, up until now, I've just, I've always kind of self-funded my own work. Yeah. Produced my own work and, you know. And phase three, is, is that more about? Phase, phase three is kind of money. Phase three is no. Phase three is about other people. As like film, pro- um, yeah. there's so much funding. Yeah. Whether the funding's being distributed, give me the loot, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like honestly, I think I've put the groundwork in. So now it's time to kind of give me the loot, man. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Like, I spoke to my mate, my mate, a good mate of mine, one of my best friends. He's a film executive for Film Four. Yeah. Um, coolest guy. One of the coolest guys you'll ever meet. Um, and he asked me why, because I haven't really applied for funding to be honest i've kind of just been doing my own thing right. trying to build a cv um and kind of experiment see what works see what doesn't work but now it's time yeah do you know what i mean now it's now it's kind Full of have done a lot of them yeah they did um so there's a film that came out called the favorite which was um olivia coleman she won best actress for it she's in um tyrannosaur uh, what else has she been in? She's yeah, been she, in. Uh, she's been in a lot of things. I can't remember off the top of my head, yeah. but I remember her from a film called Tyrannosaur. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Well. Um, good luck in phase three. Cheers. Thank you. And uh, appreciate you spending time uh, and having a having a conversation. No, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, um, do you, any anything you want to promote in terms of like uh, where to find you? To find yeah. Your stuff? Um, so distortionent.com so yeah distortionent.com um distortion entertainment yeah just google distortion entertainment sweet um and you'll find all the stuff so. you've answered my questions yeah, yeah, yeah. you've done a plug thank you sir thank We're you good to go man Cheers, appreciate man. it thank right. you sweaty palms yeah <laughs> <laughs> come on